Told y'all this was a movement. Taking ain't believe
putting out books because you could have just wrote books or just to say you wrote one, right? Right. You could have <laughs> kept it on the shelf or, you know, in terms, kept it on your your hard drive or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you didn't. You put out three books. So what, what was that process like? And just let me know, like, you know, what inspired you to do that? Um, well, I'll take you back to the beginning. Okay. Yeah, take it back to the beginning. <laughs> what uh, really inspired me was um, in 2015, my husband passed away. Mm-hmm. And that actually is like my second spouse to pass away. So being a... That's my second spouse to pass away. Oh, wow. Um, my first passed away um, when I was 22, he had lung cancer. And then okay. my second one, he passed away. Um, he had a seizure. Um, in 2015. So, um, with that happening and especially like going through that twice, mm-hmm. you know, mentally that's, yeah, that's just a, yeah. devastating, especially if something that happens suddenly to you. So, um, with that, um, I started doing affirmations myself. I would do it in my car, I would do it at home, just to mm-hmm. kind of feel myself up and do different type of positive things. You know, as a counselor, you typically teach these different things and processes to your clients, but I started trying to do different things with myself. Did, did those men encourage you to go into counseling? Or? Uh, no, I was already a counselor before that. Even at 21? Yeah, and oh, wow. uh, when I was 22, I was interning at DFAX. Okay. So I was going into the counseling field. And oh, wow. So you already knew what started. you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's up? I did from high school. Okay, well, <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Right. Okay, but continue, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. But, um, <laughs> this is what I do. <laughs> but, um, so once that happened, I started doing the different affirmations and things like that. And I noticed um, my daughter, she also, she would come home and she would say different things. Um, negative about herself so I started having her saying affirmations to herself too, like I'm beautiful I'm strong this that and the other and she started saying it and it's like her her self-esteem everything I can tell started boosting her confidence yeah. she wasn't saying those negative things anymore yeah. so I thought well maybe I can make a book or something like this especially at a young age because for her to be four at that time and saying stuff like that was just really weird to me so I just thought, well, maybe if you start at a young age and catch kids, you know, we are going to go through things through life, but to catch them at a young age and try to help them with building that um, positivity and build their self-esteem and confidence, then maybe um, that, you know, can really help them throughout life to build those tools that they need. So that's pretty much how the book came about. Um, my first book, I Know Who I Am. Yes. I mean, it's the, I Know Who I Am, the positive um the ABCs of positive seven affirmations for kids. So that was the first book. So mm-hmm. what was the second and third book? Um, the second book was The Adventures of Max and Levi. And okay. I did that with my co-author, um, Michael Johnson. Mm-hmm. And then the third book is I Am Brown and Beautiful. So mm-hmm. all of the books that we published pretty much, it, um, we only do kids books right now. Yes. But all of the books that we publish um, have to have like something that helps build confidence, self-esteem, bravery, anything of that nature that's going to build um, a child's self-esteem. Yeah, so... Okay, and if anybody out there, if you missed it, some of the books that we publish, so that means that, you know, you have a publishing entity too. It's one thing to be an author, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's another thing, it's a whole other level to, <coughs> excuse me, be the author and have a publishing entity. Because mm-hmm. now you got two different things. Right. They're, they're one and the same on some things. Right. And then, you know, they're different. So, 
Like, why pursue that venture? Well, I didn't set out to actually be a publisher of other people's books. Mm -hmm. I did set out to be, to um, actually, when I started to have my own publishing company, where I just mm -hmm. thought, maybe I'll just produce my own books under my own publishing company. So, okay, so, um, so you, you can still answer that, too, but... Mm -hmm. So you're still doing one extra step. I mean, not one extra step, but you're still doing an advanced step. Mm -hmm. of even if you didn't set out to be your own publisher, you're also publishing yourself. Right. right? right. Because that you're still going to have to run yourself like a business. Exactly. So, you know, exactly. I, what made you come to that, you know, some determination that you, you know, wanted to do that, even just with yourself? Um, I just... Me being me. Mm -hmm. so you I just, just like wanted to be, to control, be huh? uh, yeah, to <laughs> 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 I too, but I like I like my stuff to be legit and to be right. So everything I do is pretty much we're under associations. You yeah. know, everything is standard traditional publishing and our hybrid publishing. So we go all the way by book for everything. So no even with my books, but now, you know, I've had a lot of authors that came with me, a lot of people that wanted, like, help writing books, so that's how I started publishing other people. Other people. So okay. I do have a few authors under me that have books coming out. Um, so, so, so you got some to yeah, so like, uh, how long has that been since you've been an entity as well? Um, well, I got started in 2019. Okay. And then um, I got my LLC and set up everything in 2000, um, not 2000, but 2020. Okay. So, so starting in 2019, getting, you know, learning the industry, things of that nature, doing your stuff. Mm -hmm. So did you put all your books out in like a one year or one calendar year? Uh, or No, I put out uh, my first book in 2020 and okay. then I put out two this year, earlier this year. Okay. So... How was that process for you, like going through that? Because you know that's new territory. Um, going through my first book, um, it was okay. I had a friend who wrote a children's book, mm -hmm. and she helped me out some as far as after I book with um, telling me how to find an illustrator. But I read a lot and I research a lot, so yeah. that's what pretty much helped me. And I, I ask a lot of questions. Yeah, so nobody <laughs> in your family has gone down any type of path that's similar to this. No blueprint to entrepreneurship or running the business or anything like that. So you're the first one. My first one. Okay, yeah. so. As you're doing this and you're telling people you're going to do this, because you know we all express our dreams and goals and desires, things of that nature, to our inner circle. Mm -hmm. What was their reaction to with your inner circle? Um, I think for the most part, everyone was happy, and then they know how I am. I'm more of that entrepreneurial, go-getter type of person, so mm -hmm. I think it was probably expected. Okay, well, I want to, uh, you know, let the people hear some music real quick, and we're going to get back into it. So, anybody out there, if you're listening in through the link, you can dial in if you've got questions, or go to the Facebook page, type in your questions, link of nature. People on Facebook, you do the same thing. Uh, let's see, let's get into some, well, I got no, I have a bias, you know, I like really slim stuff. Uh, actually, I like this song, Supernatural. I don't think you got, uh, off of Supernatural Black Boy, I don't think you got enough recognition that it should have. Anybody out there, you can do so by dialing in 917 Alright, so we're not live right now on Blog okay. you know, we're still live on Facebook though. Oh, okay. <laughs> y'all, y'all, uh, y'all share. Appreciate everybody. Goody, Nick, uh, Aaron. <clears throat> 
<clears throat> y'all share the video, you know what I'm saying? If y'all can, if y'all out working here, then, you know, appreciate y'all taking the time to do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you got any questions, comment, things that are make sure, put them on there as well. See, having fun. Kids in the hood, I'm gonna imitate what they see. So who am I to judge? Did at one point that was me. I'm gonna start doing me some snacks and stuff. Until I give me like a little stove or something up in here. Like a little something. So I'm gonna be able to change in. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm not in control of my life. <laughs> <laughs> my life controls me, I don't control this. <laughs> 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 I'm not Supernatural by uh, Billy Slum. So, you know, y'all make sure y'all support all the independent artists that we be playing on the show. But yeah, we're in a uh, studio with uh, Portia Smith. And said, uh, I'm the woman in charge of everything. <laughs> uh, so we were talking about, you know, the process of going through, uh, you know, doing your publishing company with your uh, inner circle. You know what I'm saying? Felt about that. So when you first did this venture, did you have like a certain goal in mind or, you know, was it just go with the flow type situation to see what happened? Um, it was kind of go with the flow. Okay. Yeah. So, were, were you, uh, I guess, satisfied with the results that happened when you first um, started doing it? I made some mistakes when I first started as yeah. far as like with myself. Yeah. So, what I typically do is I have like a whole process that I have written out and mm -hmm. started being very organized with it and mm -hmm. having different Trello boards and project management um, apps or programs that I use. Um, it's gotten easier now because I have a team, but yeah. at first it was yeah. a lot. It was really stressful and overwhelming. Yeah, I can imagine because you're working with not only your own stuff you're trying to do, but then, you know, as you put stuff out, then other people start uh, commenting. And then, like, I'm right here now on the, your uh, website. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's a really good website. I like the layout and everything. It's very clean, crisp. So, anybody out there, y'all can go to Imagine Me CP, I mean, CBP. Oh, I guess that's the creative book. Publishing. Okay. Like, that would be a whole lot. Too. Yeah, yeah. Imagine me creating book publishing. <laughs> got that name and everything. Uh, but no, I'm like uh, multiple, you know, pages on here. I'm like you got your marketing, your publishing services, about us, shop, home, virtual book tours. So, excuse me, doing this and I guess you know being a part of 
different book clubs and stuff like that, mm -hmm. uh, whether it be like on Facebook or other social media outlets or whatever the case may be, however you find them. Mm -hmm. What made you want to like, you know, really push for other people? Because I'm like, you put together a whole and like, I, I want everybody to understand the scope of what you did, right, with the virtual book tour. So I'm trying to like give it some content or context, I mm -hmm. guess. First of all, you had seven different platforms that you reached out to mm -hmm. all over the country, I guess. You also, not only um, that, when you like shared the Google Drive files, mm -hmm. and I saw how organized it was, <laughs> listed by five different authors with their bios, with samples of them doing stuff, with them videos. I like the little video too, everybody knowing the book. <laughs> and it was their book. Their, uh, like I said, their bio, their, the layout, the flyers. I'm like, it was a whole lot. Mm -hmm. So why even take on that massive project at the time? Well, um, being that, you know, I originally was publishing my own books, mm -hmm. I know how difficult it is trying to look for marketing, trying mm -hmm. to find like different platforms. Like, who do you know yeah. that's gonna let you on your show? Yeah. Who do you know is gonna put you in a magazine? Or how yeah. do you get on these platforms? Yeah. So a lot of, Authors, especially self-published, um, well, mainly self-published, they don't really know who to go to. They don't really know who to ask or how to ask. Some may be scared to ask. Yeah. Um, so I want to set up something that would help them with marketing and branding themselves too in their books, and also that will help um, children. Yeah. So the people that go on tour with me, their books actually has to have some type of building confidence and self-esteem too. We do more than just children's books on the tours. It can be any book as long as it's more positive yeah. things. So um, you will see like a lot of traditional company book publishers. You don't really see nobody that wants to work with self-publishers. Yeah. So I wanted to do something different. I yeah. wanted to be the one that opened my doors to self-publish. So although I do stuff for my own publishing company, with my own people, I also want to give them opportunities to bring themselves to. I'm like, that's a fantastic endeavor to be able to do because you don't have to. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're doing that straight from the heart. Right. Um, but also, I get the sense of, you know what I'm saying, you'd like, a, like to be a trailblazer anyway. <laughs> is, that, is that correct? <laughs> I guess you could say that. <laughs> But I don't know that many people down here, you know what I'm saying, you know, that I run into a lot of different people with all these different various industries that I run into because of this platform. And I don't get to experience that many people who would have done what you did, right? So that's why I like, you know, I like to give people their, their flowers. So, you know, thank you for, you know, doing that or whatever. Because I'm like, you didn't have to do it. You didn't have to allow me to, one, you didn't have to allow me to, you know, be a part of that situation you could have just done with other people mm -hmm. um but then also you didn't have to like put it together for all those others to get the those authors to get the shine or whatever right. so right. like i tell people all the time when doing stuff do it for the right reasons and if you do things like you know solve other people's problems mm -hmm. it's becoming valuable right you know, some people listen to that, some people don't, you know, it is what it is. Right. You know, and you can tell who's out for themselves or whatever. That's true. So, did that meet your goals? Because I know that you, uh, like, through us texting and stuff like that, you were like, you know, like, oh yeah, I put it on such and such different things to where it got down to press and all that. And I think it reached thousands, mm -hmm. upon thousands. And you know, new stations. Exactly. Uh -huh. 
Um, so did, was everybody satisfied? Did it meet your own personal goals for the project that you wanted to do? Yes, they were actually very happy and I recently had a celebrity um, that reached out to me that was asking me for writers mm -hmm. to send to him because he was looking for writers. So I put the ladies that were on Coachella yeah. onto him. That's what's so, up. See, and stuff like that, you know, saying now you're building that relationship with that particular person. Right. And what they have in there, and that's just going to keep expanding what you're doing because right. it's not about like the shrine or whatever. It's about just solving this, uh, the situation. And I'm sure with the, like I said, the, the degree of the Judea stuff, everybody saw that it was professional and that you weren't playing around with it. Um, so what do you, like, do you have anything planned? Do you have anything else currently going on? I actually, one of the authors that was on the bookshelf tour, she signed up, she signed up to do individual tours too. So okay. she's been on tour for like a month now. Oh, that's <laughs> she's done blog tours, now she's doing multimedia tours. So she's like everywhere. <laughs> and I think she really likes it. Um, um, we've been talking about, because she's a publisher too. Mm -hmm. So we've been talking about maybe Collaborating on the project. Yeah, and doing stuff with her authors too, and putting them on tour. So. That's what's up. We're going to open it in that area. <laughs> That's what's up. So, now that you got your infrastructure and your team and everything, mm -hmm. um, how does that feel to you now? Like, you know. It feels good. I feel like a real business per se. In well, you're in a real business still, <laughs> yeah. but I get it. Now you're multi, multi layered. Right. You're right. like an organization. Right. Now, as right. opposed to just one person, person doing everything. trying to do everything, and it's. So much weight taken off of me. Like my um, assistant Terry, she was awesome. I tell her every day, I'm like, God brought you to me, <laughs> She is like, but then wonderful. she gets to learn. You know right. what I'm saying? She and then if she it. decides to do anything in the future or whatever, you know, right. it's a great learning opportunity. Right. Uh, was it hard, like finding your team? Or at first it was initially because I only went through social media. But when I got um, when Terry came on, mm -hmm. she knew of other platforms that I could reach out to people maybe doing internships and stuff like that so what I did um, when I did that I had like 80 people apply oh, that's so, what's up. so you like, had a good selection to yeah pick from. as before was it all for the same position media. or was it multiple different positions, positions. but like, still 80 candidates to be able to right choose from that's, that's what so, that, that was like huge considering what we had before yeah actually <laughs> I need to do some stuff like that because I got different things that I'm working on and I'm mm -hmm. like you know what Doing social media is social media should be just be used for social media. I don't even think social media should be used for recruiting or whatever because mm -hmm. you know it pulls the wrong people. Right. You know, right. It, I'm like because it is what it is. Ain't nobody on their own social media like really looking for a job or right. serious. Right. They're going to serious platforms. Right. So I'm gonna have to get with you on that because like I got me an intern, but I didn't get an intern for the marketing company. Mm -hmm. from, uh, Social media, I got it from uh, school connections mm -hmm. um, at Miller Mike. Uh -huh. So that is already an established pipeline. Right. But I'm looking for other things to do. I'm like, you see me, I'm like, you know, I'm doing the cook shop, mm -hmm. I'm doing this, I'm doing the marketing. And it definitely doing... comes in handy. Yeah, say, exactly. Like, okay, I got for this. <laughs> it does, because that's how we built our counseling business. Right. Um, we got master level interns and we had some bachelor level interns. Mm -hmm. So now, you know, I'll be able to, like, I put some, like, I finally just got a person who does the billing. Like, we had a contract with the state with BPEX. Mm -hmm. So, I had I hired someone to do billing. Mm -hmm. I had been doing it for the last four years by myself. Wow. Yeah. And at the height, I was doing like 14 counties. Really? Like, um, 
Plus I had my other responsibility as a payroll right. and receiving right. operations and people don't understand like when you run a business of that magnitude when you're doing tens mm -hmm. of tens of thousands of dollars a month mm -hmm. I'm like it's a lot of work to it be is. done it is. Um, and you, have, you just have to do it and you know whether no matter what your personal life is whether you like you know you set time aside in the daytime for the kids mm -hmm. And then you gotta do the work at night when right. you're asleep. Right. So you look to two, three, four, five in the morning. Right. Then turn around, guy. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I definitely. tell everybody I'm a 3 a.m. person. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. I definitely get that and I understand it too, though. Uh, because I have many nights where, you know, I got different things that I'm doing and, you know, I'm up to 3 a.m. or whatever. So I get right. that entrepreneurial life. So. People seeing your success and stuff because you know you can't hide it for so long or whatever, and they see you doing different things and then putting yourself out there. Uh, the feedback from just you know the general population has it been like you know good, indifferent, bad? You, you know, do you have any haters out there yet? Or oh, I don't think I have haters. I don't okay. know. No, you don't know. Right? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't care if they do. Yeah, but exactly. <laughs> I may, but if. Um, for the most part, it's been very good. Like, I'm I'm pretty quiet and shy, even though everybody says I'm not. But I am, and I don't. I'm very private. Like everybody knows me, I'm super private. But I'll share like business stuff that I may do. But like my personal life, I don't talk about. But um, to get people to tell me they're proud of me and to like share stuff and like stuff and comment was just really cool to me because I'm so quiet. I'm like, nobody knows me. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. When you do work like that, people be noticing. I've I noticed that. Like I had a, before I, um, what was it? My first radio station I had was making BFFM, right? Mm -hmm. And before I even started that station, I had a guy that was in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. He was an indie promoter. Mm -hmm. And he was going to start an app and put stations on there. Mm -hmm. So he brought me that opportunity. And he followed me for a whole year mm -hmm. just to see if I was consistent. Because mm -hmm. he, he was following like, the Bank Down Music Group mm -hmm. page, which is the indie label. <clears throat> and then he saw me doing Baked Out Radio Show, mm -hmm. but it wasn't um, it wasn't a station. It was more of a podcast platform. But I didn't really have a quote unquote station station where I got twenty four hour programming. Right. So when I did that, I was like, oh, okay, you know, I was sort of like competing with myself at the same time, but I needed to get the experience. Right. But that's the thing. He was following me and looking, and people like be watching. That's and, like true. I see it even more now. People be watching. Mm -hmm. You know, now I'm at the point where you know. People who gonna support and stuff that they gonna support the ones that don't. I don't, I don't care. Right. I really don't. It doesn't matter. And right. then you know, yeah, people who like copy and stuff like that. Um, have you seen or do you feel like you have helped expand the uh, self-publishing realm in this area or beyond? Um, or at least you know, what I'm saying, help people see that it's a viable uh, industry. And that you know they shouldn't be looked upon because mm -hmm. I could look at it as a, I compare like this 
sometimes they people or just general consumers, right, mm -hmm. will look at self-published artists, authors the same way they look at independent artists mm -hmm. and think that it's a lesser value. Right, right. You feel like you, you've helped, you know, change that narrative I, I, I really do think so. Um, because that's a big thing for me. Um, and that was one of the, the major parts of me wanting to actually include, include self-publishers in what I do because they are looked down from traditional publishers and even some hybrid companies as less than. And anytime you see like different opportunities or grants, it always says, oh, we don't want self-publishers. So I, it really irks me when I see stuff like that because there are a lot of awesome and great books that come from different self-publishers publishers with great mm -hmm. illustrations you know yeah. that looks wonderful and I buy them all for my daughter yeah. <laughs> like anytime I see like a self-publisher book pretty much that my daughter she loves to read I'm always supporting and buying their books and stuff like that like all the ladies from the tour I bought all of their books we have them at home we read them every day mm -hmm. so I feel like I really want to show self-publishers that you know you really can make it as a self-publisher. You don't have to be no traditional publisher. Um, you know, you don't have to do that. Yeah, exactly. And and, and even in the business model with the self-publishing, I'm like they take a lot of the profits. Right. I mean, not the self the uh, traditional publishers. Traditional does. Um, yeah. You know, you get paid that like what? Is it still a typical seven percent royalty rate? Um, it's publishing? about ten percent because yeah. I think. And I'll tell you what we do. I have, um, and that was a big deal for me when I started publishing with other people. I really did not want to be a traditional publisher because I was like, they're not going to get no money. Yeah. Get, but people look at hybrid publishers like um, Vanity Pub. Do you know what a hybrid publisher and a Vanity Publisher is? Oh, so there's a difference between a hybrid like and Vanity? Three different. Well, they have okay, traditional publishers. Okay, go ahead and break it down for because this is your area. So you have traditional publishers, you uh, have hybrid publishers, you have self-publishers, and you have Vanity Publishers. Okay, so the Vanity Publisher, I would think because a Vanity Record label is sort of like a name, a brand, but it's not a real company. Right. It functions under a bigger company. Well, sort of. Sort of. Okay, no. go ahead and break it down. They're kind of like the people that's going to take your money. Okay, they gotcha. they accept everybody who write the book. They'll help you up into like getting your book printed, and then they're gone. Oh wow! Self publishing, you know, self publishing. You publish your own book, and let you do everything yourself. And that's the vanity that just runs off of the money. Yeah, the vanity okay. just they okay. get your money. I'm not saying they don't help you. Like they help you print your book and all that stuff. Yeah, but there's, but there's nothing. Of, there's nothing there. No infrastructure no really afterwards. Exactly. And doing the process too, because I've talked to a lot of um, you know authors that come to me. Um, they don't have anybody there with them telling them what's going on most of the time because mm -hmm. a lot of them have done that before and they're like, oh, I wish I would have done that because now I don't know how to market my book. Mm -hmm. Or they're saying, well, they didn't tell me what was going on through the process. So I wanted to make sure I was completely different. Mm -hmm. um, with traditional publishers, a lot of those, the bigger ones, they'll offer you advances. But what a lot of people don't know is when your book comes out, you got to pay back that advance, so you don't get money for a long time. They have so they all that money come that you that comes in from your book goes to that publisher first, then you start getting maybe ten percent off of what you make. Okay, your book. so the accounting of that then, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say we got a hundred thousand dollar advance, mm -hmm. and you're publishing. Uh, royalty rate is 10% per book, right? Mm -hmm. So let's just say your book, we're just going to try to keep it simple. Sales for $10, so that means you're going to get $1. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. Your hundred thousand dollar advance mm -hmm. is that paid by the one dollar earned, or is it paid by the the gross? Um, that's paid. I think it's paid more by the gross. Okay, well, we say it goes like the record business where received before yeah. you even get to our royalties. Yeah, but but I get that yeah. right. Um, but like with calculations and stuff like that, at least it ain't like the record business traditional <laughs> model where you would have to pay back that hundred thousand dollars with the one dollar. Oh, I see meaning what you're that you would have to sell a hundred thousand so books right. more. At least right. with the other, you know, you sell what is it, ten thousand books. Right. Then you start getting then a royalty. At least it's, it's at least it's the accounting is better. Yeah, you right. don't have to go ten times fold. Right. You know what right. But it's still I still get it though, you know. Right. Yeah. Still gotta do work. Mm -hmm. And then with hybrid publishing, um, what you do, um, the author, it's kind of like more of a partnership. Yeah. And the author pays some, and the publisher pays some. Okay. Um, the author pretty much pays like the illustrations and the editing. That's pretty much it. Um, the um, publishing company does all the work. They help with the marketing. They get royalties up to 50% and more. So it's much better, but a lot of people look down on hybrid companies because some, I don't know, for some reason, some people think, well, if you're paying money, that's a vanity press. That's not true. <laughs> you got to do your research. Some people may present as a hybrid and really not. Mm -hmm. They're not really working with you. You're not really against that, but you have mm -hmm. to do your research on each different company. Yeah. So, you're there so along that's the way. why I want to make sure mine's was different. So what I do, I have hybrid and traditional, mm -hmm. but my traditional is non-profit. So my tradition and it's only for kids. Okay. But um, my hybrid is really cheap, <laughs> and they they keep 100% of their profits. Okay, so you just collect the expenses, mm -hmm. right? And then they keep 100% of their profits. Mm -hmm. So, like, say if it costs like $10,000 to roll out this author, right? Mm -hmm. To go through the entire process, marketing right. and all that, printing and everything. After you recoup the 10000 they get, so future sales, they get 100% of the profit. No, what we do, I don't, they, pay, they may pay, say they get like a $2,000 package. Okay. okay. Um, my services aren't expensive, but, yeah. <laughs> but um, so what we do, we do the whole publishing process, mm -hmm. and they get all their money. It's no paying back because they already paid up front. Oh, they okay. Paid so they're basically paying you for the service right. and allowing to use your infrastructure, right? And get access to your resources, right? So, see, see how so I understand? It's really, honestly, it's a win-win. A lot yeah. of people that come to me is like it's a win-win because. You're gonna pay if you pay me two thousand dollars, and I already have everything set up for you. I have all the illustrations, everything. A lot of illustrations you may go to, you may start off with three thousand dollars, and you may not get any good. So you negotiate. I got you. You right. negotiated already. these infrastructure through your business with mm -hmm. your contacts and stuff, and you're bringing right. in the resources. I get it. Right. I so, already have partners that are set up with me. I have yeah. my own illustrators yeah. that have their set flat fee. So mm -hmm. you're not because paying work. anything. You really would pay. Yeah. extra than what you're doing as a self yeah. and that was my goal i don't want to i'm not trying to make like i want to make money but i'm not trying to make like to rip anybody off or to do things like that yeah so basically you're pretty much paying what you're gonna pay as a self-publisher but then you get all your money on top of that you're not so yeah, yeah. And so they get marketing, right? They get to go on press and all that, and, and help sell the book. With us, and everything. then they ain't got to set that up. They ain't got to pay no fees for that. Right. They just got to go through your funnels. Right. That's what's up. And then with my traditional company, um, 
we're actually getting ready to start that. It's going to be more kids by kids. So it's going to be young um, authors. Okay. And it's non-profit, so it'll be paid for with grants and stuff like that. And um, fundraising. So you're actually out there fundraising and doing the grant writing too? Or well, I have someone that's doing the grant writing for me. And then I, with my team, I have someone assigned to help me with doing the grants and sponsorships. That's what I said. So you like really out there growing then. Oh my goodness. You like, you like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> on bigger outlets and stuff, and, you know, in BC and all that, or whatever. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's dope. I like the fact that you're doing that. So, how many, uh, I guess, authors have you, you know, put through the ringer, like, through the process? Um, let's see. Four right now. Okay. <laughs> so, do you have, like, a schedule now as far as, like, because now you're building an empire, right? Mm -hmm. And the whole point of it is to keep growing. Right. So, have you set out a schedule to where you're like, okay, we're trying to do something each quarter or... Mm -hmm. Well, we're actually trying to get with a bigger distribution company. Okay. Um, it's actually a very well-known distribution company. And we're in the process of working out details. Um, so, with that, that's going to open up a whole lot of doors for us. Um, once everything is settled with that. But um, with that, we'll have to put out at least eight books a year. Oh, so, so, so yeah, every other month you're pretty much releasing mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. Okay, so do y'all have like uh, cycles then as far as for seasons? Mm -hmm. You know, like how the uh, music industry as it gets towards the fourth quarter, and they, like after October, you can't get new music on the radio. Right. From October to December, and it kicks back up, you know, after New Year's and stuff like that. Right. So do y'all have... Yeah, we have periods of um, when we take in submissions and we close submissions, we have to have books out, well, under this new company, we have to have books out um, in the spring and in the fall. Okay. So right now, I'm taking submissions for next spring and next fall. So like, what, is it, what does that process look like then as far as like, you know, who do you accept and who do you turn down? You can't take everybody. Mm -mm. Well, they actually, um, because we're hybrid, when we're having an tradition, they have to submit their books like you're doing a regular submission. Mm -hmm. um, and they have to be approved. So I have a book review team. Okay. And they submit their book and I have to, I have all these guidelines that they have to follow mm -hmm. <laughs> with their submission. And um, it has to be a book that promotes confidence, self-esteem, or some type of positive with kids. And they'll submit it via email, and it goes to the team. The team, they have these, um, I have them doing these forms they have to fill out. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have to make sure it's not plagiarized. Mm -hmm. um, they have to go in and research the market for it. Mm -hmm. They have to go in and um, it's this thing we do as far as like readability. We have another grade level because I only publish books um, between um, ages four and eight right now. So it has to be, you know, in a grade level or age level that we do. Um, and then they go in and make the decision and they'll say they approve it or we don't. And then we'll send out, send out an approval letter or denial letter. Denial letter, do they hurt? And be like, your book sucks now. What I do, I go in and give them feedback on stuff they can work on on their books, they yeah. can change, and I can tell them that, tell them that they can always resubmit if they want to. This is uh, so, like that. so have you been getting, uh, I guess, you know, your reach is pretty far then, mm -hmm. uh, I can tell. Um, 
But do you get like a lot of uh, concentrated Middle Georgia submissions or are you bumping that to increase? I have been thinking at Middle Middle Georgia, but they may not know that I do that too. Oh, well, um, we're going to let people know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, like, I'm running to a lot of people who I think they should go through. Okay, so this is going to open up a whole nother kind of uh, worms of questions for mm -hmm. me. Uh, with that, since you don't have that, and that's something you would like to give back to the community, right? Mm -hmm. From Middle Georgia area? Mm -hmm. Okay, born and raised and all that stuff and experienced right. it. So you have this company that you're building and you have these opportunities you can present to people. So why not, you know, have at least some of those people go through the process so they can start learning so then others can be talking things of nature. Will you be doing any type of workshops or like, you know, this is how you become an author, this is how you get published and stuff like that. And will it be like a, on a consistent basis? Um, yeah, we're doing, we're starting to do our first, we're having a workshop and a conference next okay. year. Um, I have one that's going to be just for kids. Everything is virtual. Um, okay. have one that's just for kids, and then we have one for adults. Okay. Um, so we'll be having like different workshops like that too, and it'll be on a virtual um, event platform. Okay. So they're really like, you know, I know with COVID and stuff like that, so that the cases, well not yet, but whenever the cases do start like really dissipating and dying out, Will you offer something in person as well, um, or I haven't you just decided. don't want to talk to people? Yeah, because my person. whole business is virtual. Everything we do, mainly, um, I have done for myself like some um, in-person book events, but I haven't really thought about like actually doing face-to-face. -face. But if that's something where people show a lot of interest in around this area, I would definitely do it. Okay. So with the virtual book tour, then. I know that, you know, authors are accustomed to the traditional and people who read books and stuff are there accustomed to the traditional meeting author in person because it's just a different feel, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, it is. Has that been impactful the same way that traditional book signings and stuff are, are or... I think yes, because a lot of people, especially with COVID, had to adapt to more virtual. So we're seeing, um, I have a lot of, people are able to get their books out to other places they probably wouldn't have been able to get out without having to get like airplane flights or book other expenses. They're just there like we did. Um, story time with kids and babies that may not have ever really happened or maybe was really expensive to do story time with all these kids and babies we had i think it was about 16 kids that did the story time um and then they were able to be on a radio station that was in washington dc reading their books it's a kids radio station that i partner with and um it's in washington dc but they're syndicated in um baltimore and in um portland okay so they're reaching so we're a reaching good, a lot of yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be all around the country mm -hmm. and then i have a partnership with um developing a partnership with new york public library they okay. want to put people on tour from new york so so how are these opportunities <laughs> like dropping it seems like you're dropping in your lap now i know you've been I, putting I, I in work i talk to everybody uh, like I'm but shy you, in person. Shy. <laughs> I'm shy in person, but, but I'm not call you shy. A beast, huh? Right. So <laughs> or the emails you a beast. <laughs> I network with everybody. I talk to everybody. That is I fantastic. Try to be a partnership with everybody. So that's, that's what's up. I'm telling you, I'm gonna see you like you know, saying once everything's all the dust settles from like COVID and all that, whatever. I think you'll be in a great position to not only do the 
virtual model, but then also a physical model as well. Right. Because you will have the resources, the backing, the uh, reach, and people would love, I think that would be a great thing. Do you feel that um, books will stay in print as far as, you know, physical, uh, or, you know, a nice little timeline or? Yeah, I think so because I feel like there's nothing like getting that physical book to mm -hmm. your hand. So I think it would. Did you ever print any of yours? My books? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have all printed copies of my books. furthest location that you have sold as an individual author and the furthest location geographically that your business has sold for like other authors? Um, for me, Africa. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people like, uh, asking me, like, how do you get your book? And I'm like, well, I don't ship out of country, but you go on Amazon and I'm sorry with it. Like, oh, I got your book. And people are always sending me pictures and stuff like that. Um, for my authors, Where are they based geographically? Most of my authors are in California. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So California is showing a whole lot of Georgia love. Yes, because I've had someone um, tell me, my friend, she, she thought it was weird. She had bought my book, and um, she was telling me how her friend in California had told her she saw it online and was just getting ready to get it herself. And then I've had, um, I went to a, a um, it was an event in Atlanta where we were vending, um, mm -hmm. me and Mike. We were there with our books. And I had my other books too. I had, because I have journals and all that stuff. So um, it was a lady there. She was so happy to buy my books. And she called her sister and she was telling her, Man, you get these books for the kids. And she was telling her what the books was. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And they're here in Virginia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so she was like, they thought that was so cool that they already mm -hmm. have my book. <laughs> yeah. But that means you have to, you know what I'm saying, you put in that work and you're doing, right. you're doing fantastic things. Right. So, like, what I might shoot as an author and as the uh, head of the company, like, where, where do you go from here? What are your goals for the rest of the year? What are you trying to do in 2020, 2022? Um, well, my biggest things are trying to get the workshops and conferences jumping. Okay. Um, I'm also with my nonprofit, um, I'm also um, starting to do like free books for kids. So mm -hmm. that's something physically we'll be doing in person here. Um, we um, are collecting books now. Um, I didn't know like as a nonprofit profit for literary and educational stuff to get free books. <laughs> so we've been getting different books from different companies. Um, we got some books from Disney. Giveaway now, so I'm just collecting books, and then Christmas time, I'm going to do because um, um, I'm having a holiday book show too, so I'm going to give away like um, <laughs> and then I've given away books. That's going to be virtual here. or no, physical? Yeah, oh, okay. Another Jordan. Oh, do I get invited? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Working on that, so I have a, a busy schedule. <laughs> yeah, for this year. That's what's up. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. I love the energy. I love what you're doing. You know what Thank I'm saying? You. Not only are you helping put books that are written by us for us, 
in the community and offering, you know what I'm saying, a lot of different resources, you're also putting other people in a position to win. Right. And we don't get to see that all the time. I don't see that a whole lot, you know what I'm saying? So right. you're anomaly at what you're doing, keep doing what you're doing. I'm gonna keep supporting you. Tag the page or whatever and I'll keep sharing. Thank you. But for anybody out there who wants to like get in contact with you, if they want to be able to do submissions and just check out your work and all the other work, where do you want people to be directed to? Um, they can reach me on Instagram at Portia P-O-R-T-I-A-S book underscore bookshelf. Okay. Or um they can follow me um on Facebook. Um I think it's Facebook and it's Imagine me create a book publishing.com. Oh, well, not.com, but imagine me create a book publishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then my website is um, www.imaginemecbp.com. Okay, well, y'all heard it there. Y'all make sure y'all go to imaginemecbp.com. You can get all the information. Check out, like I said, it's a fantastic website. You can also email me, contact us at imaginemecbp. I mean, CBP. CBP, 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 CBP.com to sign up, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, just check out all the different stuff. And like these books that are on here, first of all, the illustrations are awesome. Um, and then all the other authors that I, I interviewed through the uh, bookshelf tour, their illustrations were awesome as well. So I'm like, y'all not getting no, uh, you know, second rated stuff over here. I'm like, this stuff is legit. So y'all make sure y'all support. Keep on supporting, keep on, you know what I'm saying, supporting the platform. Anybody out there, if you have not, go download that app. I'm trying to hit that 900 mark. I think at 845. So, you know, we're getting there, we're getting close. Um, y'all keep on supporting and then check out, you know, all the other hosts that we have over here on the platform, make that radio show. And, you know, check out, oh, actually Monday, I got an interview with the person from the DA's office. So y'all make sure y'all come back on Monday at 12 o'clock. Uh, Portia, thank you. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. If I can find, uh, find my drop. Oh, where's, that? where's my outro? Oh, there it is. Bam. <laughs> All right, y'all go support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Go support, go support, and share, 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 share. Download that app, and y'all go check out our website. Y'all, this was a movement. Taking up ain't believe You dig? Banked out. Banked out. Banked out. Banked out. East to west, we getting banked out. North to south, we getting banked out. Worldwide, we getting banked out. Yeah. Call up 917-889-8041 Just the Bay Dye Radio Show We controlling the globe and we second to no one Every time we emerge, we putting that work in Bang Dye, do it for the culture Then it's one love wins since from 8pm to 9pm But tip she the trophy And we keep making moves by coastal Now them suckers didn't believe but I told you Bang Dye about to be your household name And Bang Dye mean when you pop more change Falling like Odell, shout out to Rochelle Networking Saturday is about to be your movie Gotta go big, it's the only way to do it Conglomerate, we get into it. Can't forget Fridays, gotta be inspired. We'll end the H while you ride on the interstate. We got Sundays with sunshine from five to six. While you watching on your dinner plate, make sure to tune in and tap in with the movement. Cause it's about to go down. Shout out, discover this. Captain of the mothership. If you ain't know that you know now.